Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're discussing a question that I get very frequently. So I'm not going to attribute the question to any single listener. The question is whether a three-story, 30-unit apartment building with below market rent is a good purchase to reposition and increase rents up to market value as a value creation play. The theory is the property has been mismanaged and that by making improvements to the property, you can increase rents and therefore increase the value of the property. The fact that the property has below market rents means the building is very likely an older building. That means the building is definitely going to be positioned as a C-class building, and it'll be virtually impossible to reposition the building as anything but C-class. The tenant who rents in these older three-story buildings is almost always going to be price sensitive. That generally means they're living paycheck to paycheck. These are the tenants that will cost you the most time and effort in collections. You'll need to allocate a higher number in your budget for economic vacancy in addition to the actual vacancy. And a 30-unit apartment building is too small to afford any amenities. So you're never going to compete with the A-class and B-class buildings. One mistake that newer investors make is in looking at market averages. You have to remember that all new apartment buildings entering the market are going to be A-class buildings. And in a few rare cases, B-class. A-class rents will always be higher than the market average. So the addition of new product into the market automatically raises the market average rent even if none of the rents in the pre-existing buildings increases at all. You need to look at a detailed market study in the immediate area to determine whether you have the potential to raise rents. The other major problem with buildings of this size is that it's too small to afford dedicated management. Generally speaking, you need somewhere between 75 to 120 doors in order to afford in-house management. That means you're going to have to pay for third-party management, and third-party management is always going to cost you more than dedicated in-house management, at least with the proper ratios. When you're dealing with third-party management, you've got much less quality control. There are likely to be staff changes happening without your control or approval. Systems and processes that have been previously agreed upon may fail to be transferred to the new staff, and that's going to result in a breakdown of your agreement with the property management company that you hired. You then go through the cycle of retraining the new manager, who works with a third-party management company. And after a couple of cycles of retraining property managers, you will probably seek another property management company. Understand that each time you intervene, it's because you went through a period of several months where the property was performing below your expectations. And then it's going to take you several months longer to recover things to where they need to be. That means the building's going to be performing below your expectation an awful lot of the time. The next thing you need to consider is exit strategy. Properties below 120 units are of no interest to large family offices or institutional investors. They're simply too small. So whatever market metrics you might be observing on price per door will probably not apply to your property. The property is too large for the professionals like doctors, lawyers, and accountants that are typically buying the smaller 4 to 12 unit apartment buildings. The number of buyers for this type of asset are far fewer than any other type of multifamily property. It's kind of stuck in no man's land in the middle. To quote Kevin O'Leary, any investment with a difficult exit strategy is called a prison for your money. The only exception is if the building is absolutely in an A-plus location. That is to say, nobody would build that building today in that location. It's simply too good a location to build a 30-unit building. There are a few special circumstances in a dense urban environment when it's simply not possible to assemble enough land to build a larger building. 
In those rare circumstances, that might be the only exception to what I'm describing. It truly needs to be an A location. In that instance, you might be able to reposition that property from a C to a B. In my experience, these older buildings have a number of functionally obsolete characteristics. The kitchens are far too small for today's taste. The same is true of the bathrooms. And if the energy efficiency of the building is poor, then the heating costs will be high compared to a more modern building. Some older buildings don't have the air handling for central air conditioning. That means the tenant is going to be retrofitting window-mounted air conditioning units. The hallways are too narrow and dark, or they have exterior hallways, kind of like a 1950s motel. That might be fine in Texas or Florida, but in the Northeast or Canada, it doesn't work. You can put a fresh coat of paint, but the core of the building is still going to be an old, functionally obsolete building that will only attract the poorest quality of tenants at a discount to the market. And for that reason, I virtually always decline to even look at medium-sized buildings unless they're in a spectacular location. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.